going no headphones. Oh, Travis look at that. Oh. <laughs> We're okay. okie doking our very, very nice guest that's come in. <laughs> like, what are you uh, idiots doing? <laughs> uh, it's you Chris Denman, Travis Terrell, uh, Nick Freed, the actor. actor. He's here. He's generally on stage, but today... He's being Still seen by thousands in the St. Louis Literally area. dozens of them. Uh, there's <laughs> at least my mom and three of her friends watching the show. That's uh, fine. As long as your mom is watching. That's true. Go. Do it for Joni. Uh, yeah. for, uh, and Chris Gardner's here. But uh, Amanda Woitis from St. Louis Magazine, deputy editor. You ever been a deputy, Travis? I used to be. Did you? Uh, like Shaq is uh, a deputy? I, or? Was, I was one, yeah, down in Jefferson City. I used uh, to uphold the law. Oh, did you? I did. What I was your favorite it. thing you busted somebody on? A meth. Okay. It was a, a Anything kindergarten. A white <laughs> <It was> a <laughs> kindergarten. I was like, wow. Oh, hey, Jeff City, you're really into this, aren't you? <laughs> you're leaning hard into husband, it. Yeah, uh-huh. uh, Amanda has uh, graciously uh, decided to stop by St. Louis Magazine. You can check them out. Obviously, the publication online. They put on events. They do all kinds of great stuff showing uh, local St. Louis interesting I guess, events and everything else that's happening. Nick, you were just saying that uh, you have a little connection to St. Louis Magazine. Yeah. What was going on with that? Uh, well, a friend... Of Why do you have to shame us and wear your headphones, too? That's kind of weird. Um, because it feels nice. Okay, <laughs> got it. That's all I needed. Just needed a feels reason. Feels like I'm in a tiny room. And <laughs> <laughs> um, because I want to. Okay, got it. Uh, yeah, a, fr- a friend of my girlfriend, uh, she runs a, um, uh, like, hotel in Herman uh-huh. uh, called the Winchester Inn. Uh, and she just, they <laughs> Send just, an invoice, they please. just opened, a, yeah, they just opened a new property called the Schiller house there. That's like a, like a house that they rent on, you know, Airbnb and whatever else. It's like right. a full house that they renovated and everything. And they're doing a piece. Apparently I just found out yesterday in St. Louis magazine about it. That's exciting. And I, I see it too with our stuff. They came and recently uh, covered a, 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 co- a couple comedy shows that Yale, our buddy was involved with. And that's going to be out later this month, which we'll have you back on to talk about that. Yeah. It is funny, though, be, St. Louis being a big, small city, do you get that a lot where people kind of come up to you? And obviously, there's different departments within the magazine and right. coverage and everything. Do people just walk up and they're just kind of like, well, you did this. You should just, I guess, I'm guessing you should just develop a thing where you just say, yes, thank you. We, always, we loved covering that. Exactly. Yeah. It's always a little bit of a hesitation where if I don't know what the person's talking about, I'm like, okay, I have to decide. Am I lying? Right. <laughs> like pretending I know what's happening? <laughs> or that's am important I, to because do. someone could ask a follow-up yep, question. Yeah, there is usually and, the follow-up. Yeah. And, right. yeah. and how did the zebra work its way in? I'm like, oh my gosh, well, you know, it was just truly magical. I love <laughs> witnessing it. Oh, okay. All right, all right. Good. Travis, She's they good. did a piece on your donut shop you just opened. Let's see if she can work her way through it. All right, start. At, start. Like, oh my God, like, uh, you came by the donut shop and you covered it. Like, what did you think? I love the mix of like high and low you have going. <laughs> <laughs> Did your yeah. homework? Thanks. Right. Yeah. 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 I feel like that's a situation where you can ask them like, oh yeah, where, what neighborhood was that in again? And then like, once you know what neighborhood it is, then you can at least kind of BS your yes, way yes, through absolutely. Like, what it probably looks like. Right. Right. Yeah. 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 yeah, you guys charge like $8 for the pink ones, right? Right, that's, that's you guys, thing. right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, oh, okay. This has never led me astray. No one's ever caught me. Yeah, yeah. Because if it's something that someone's interested in and you did something at least decent for you don't work for, and I say this with love, we have friends over there and I'm you're very familiar with them. Imagine working for the Riverfront Times and doing that because then you're going to be like, ah! <laughs> Somebody's yeah, like, exactly. you talked about my business. And you're like, was it funny or good or mean? Like, whereas like Sailor's Magazine, like where it's going to be more like highlighting, and I don't know if this is your MO, but it's going to be more of uh, 
hey, this is cool. Maybe you should check it out. Like, it's not going to be something snarky right. necessarily. And because print is so, print is such like a precious resource mm-hmm. nowadays. Yeah. Like, magazines are only getting smaller. Do we really want to spend that space tearing something apart? Right, right. right. No, it's not really our brand. Um, you know, if some if something's not the greatest, we're probably not going to waste the time and space. Right, on, right, right. You know. Um, and we're certainly not going to recommend that someone right. go and do it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's, uh, that's yeah. an interesting part of t- 2019. Like, is that is that you kind of just said it, but do you make sure to like really pay attention to what you all are covering? I mean, mm-hmm. is it going to turn into something that you're maybe covering stuff? Do you find yourself ever looking into things that you're like, well, hopefully this gets some sales out of the way? Like, is is now more than ever a time that you pay attention to what you're covering? Oh, for sure. We have to pay super careful attention. We, you never want to recommend that someone go and do something and then it's kind of a flop. They so like, we, right, right, we right. make educated guesses, you know, who's involved with, say it's a production at the rep. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you can, you can kind of like glean a lot just from the summary of something. Um, and, you know, St. Louis is really lucky. There are, I covered news and culture. Yeah, soon. So that's kind of my beat. We're really fortunate that there are so many awesome arts institutions. Absolutely. So, you know, if if we kind of take a take a stab at something, it's it's probably worth someone going out and seeing a symphony show or what have you. See, now I'm curious because I, I know St. Louis and in and, and, and that word sometimes we're satisfied but never enough. So I would imagine mm-hmm. you often get emails and or letters from people who have maybe taken up some of your recommendations for certain things throughout St. Louis and it did not turn out how they thought it was going to. What are those letters like? What do they sound like? And do you, does it happen, happen often? Am I projecting here? Am I just over assuming that St. Louisans will find something to write an email about or? I have a thought too after, I'll, yeah, okay. I wanna let you go ahead. Yeah, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm curious. I'm kind of shielded from okay. the, from sort of the like, f- the phone calls that we get. I don't get forwarded those too okay. often they kind of go to the editor-in-chief and he very graciously mm-hmm. takes oh okay takes that on that's so good that that's have, awesome yeah but i do get the crazy tweets uh, <laughs> yeah. that was like when i wrote for consequence of sound yeah. all the time yeah we would get um the way that our website was set up once we were tagged as the author for a post all of the comments that yeah. we would get would we would get an email notification about it mm. and there were some of the like uh, there are some articles that I still get comments from that I wrote like six years ago. There really? are some like album reviews and stuff that people are just like, what an idiot. I can't <laughs> believe this guy ever thought this. And I was like, that was seven years ago. What are you doing? Did anybody have anything negative to say about your Jim Varney piece that you wrote for Consequence of Sound? No. No. Good. Nothing negative. Treasure. Nothing negative about Ernest. Ernest. That's a, yeah. It was probably all of my like cottonmouth kings album reviews and stuff <laughs> <laughs> it's never was... the thing that you think people are going to latch on to right. like i yeah. can cover politics all day long people are like okay great i'm like um hey uh hire me to stand in line at schnooks for you during the snowstorm and people are like oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah exactly i have a pen yeah <laughs> The internet is so fun. It is. Yes, it is. That's what I think of when I think of the internet. (laughs) It's weird too. Like even doing radio, where you you are exposed to, you know, you don't you have a decent sized listenership or whatever. You go on TV or whatever. 
when people start like if if a, we've had a few articles in the St. Louis Post Dispatch get w- us mentioned in it, and then you start reading the comments, and they're like, people truly treat you like a I don't know if it's a commodity or what, but it's like they they don't think at all, and they just start talking. And you can get caught up real quick taking things personal. Mm-hmm. You just have to dissociate from it, like completely, right? Like, yeah. Travis, now you. <laughs> I. Uh, <laughs> You'll hold it for I, ten years. I, but I, I left social media for a reason. Yeah, that's true. Like, people are so mean. <laughs> people are so. Brutal. I got a comment on my um, my onion video. Okay. Uh, yeah. Somebody so... mentioned something about like <clears throat> my teeth or like me. Like my eye looking lazy or something. Oh, and I have never forgotten. <laughs> yeah. This like, is a video. There are, there How many like, views has this video got on, on the uh, onion? Twenty million at, at this the, point? It's like, at like almost four, four on their official site. On their official site, yeah. Right. So but, you think rips and Facebook and everything else. Like yeah. millions upon millions of people have seen this. Yeah. And that sticks with you. Yeah. And the ones that said that it, uh, I look like I had dead husky eyes. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, it's ones like that. Yeah, and, it's ones and like and that. I that what, I, and I haven't spoke to my aunt since. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's the thing. It's Dead like, husky eyes is really as, good. That's yeah, good. When they first, when it first published, those <laughs> we all like, just did a really look. Yeah. Like, yeah, they got those a point. were like yeah. the comments that uh, like my friends would find and like mm-hmm. send to me, and then like my family would see those comments, and I like. My like brothers and my cousins just never let me live it down. Those that, kind of things. See, there's either yeah. that happening, and that's hilarious, or like you have a family member like taking up for you in the comments. Like, don't that? Yeah, just that, as, don't as do that. Bad, Has that happened terrible. yet? Have like any of your articles been published or posted on Facebook? And mom and dad comes into the comments like, "My baby, she killing it." No, they they're pretty hands off. <laughs> oh, okay, I, oh, look at you. Right. They sound like smart even, people. Yeah, 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 maybe. I don't even know if my dad really realizes where I work. Like he's just kind of <laughs> <laughs> Oh my gosh, that's he, amazing. I think he thinks I work at the post dispatch. No, <laughs> no that's that sure. makes right. my my dad uh the other day I was like, so how's the how's radio? Mm-hmm. Like you know I haven't been in radio for an entire year. Why are you mm-hmm. saying things? Why are yeah. you do you not know what your son does for a living? I, I don't know. You do something. I don't know. That's amazing. So then he's like, "How's the newspaper business?" And you're like, "It's I'm like, great." It's so. It's <laughs> yes, yes. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I do the same thing. When like my uncle or my grandfather is like, "How's the movie business?" And you're like, really good. And I'm like, "It's going really well." They, they be doing the movies. Yeah, they be doing yeah, the movies. Making movies. Yeah. That makes me so happy because I see it with comics all the time. You'll have a, somebody, and we talked about this, yeah. somebody step, you know they were on a TV set in L.A. three days prior mm-hmm. and millions upon millions of people watching, and then they go in and do a guest set at a bar show, and someone who got off work at Enterprise three hours previously <laughs> goes, they're okay. Yeah. <laughs> what the f- What? Yeah. They're okay. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. Oh, so that means you, so that means you're prepared for your Christmas dinner conversations with the parents. Yes, definitely. And I had like a very awesome career in New York. Never once worked at a newspaper. <laughs> <laughs> That's yeah. awesome. But, I mean, it's all the same. Oh. It's all I mean, it's, it's really humbling. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> 
Yeah, you, yeah. No you'll other. never yes. feel more humble than oh, around no, your yeah. family. Oh my god! And to have your family just be like, "Oh, that's what you do." And you're like, "Oh, yeah. <laughs> really?" Cut to the core. Well, while they get your your cousin who just got promoted to assistant manager at the uh, at the grocery store an extra slice of pie for his big yeah, year. Exactly. It's like you're like, "Wait, what?" It's like, what? See, yeah. But you guys, see, you guys are lucky because you know how to benefit. See, I have black family members. Is that so? I don't know if you guys were aware of this. <laughs> and uh, so now they'll add. Oh, so uh, can I get an animated character on Sesame Street? <laughs> can I get one of them? How much it costs to get me a Muppet? Because, man, you should make me a Muppet. I'm like, I don't I have that ability. I, I don't even think the people who Christmas could. so bad. Oh. And just like, just watch you. <laughs> just observe. So that part to me is hilarious. There's very unique things happening in this room with everybody and then the holidays and all that oh. good stuff. So I can't remember if you knew it. So Travis was in Brooklyn uh, not long ago for a Sesame Street right. uh, yes. writing, uh, what do we call it, fellowship. Uh, to this day, I, people tell on themselves. They're like, how's Travis like in New York? And I'm like, <laughs> you guys are not following my life at all. I'm like, none all, of you are following my all life. All we do is create content all day, every day. All you would have had to do is just like see one Facebook post to realize oh, like, he's been back for half a year. I don't, but I don't, I don't feel bad because my stepmother the other day was like, oh boy, so New York going okay? I was like, I don't live there presently. <laughs> I guess it's so, going So great. I guess it went well. Yeah. Oh my gosh. So, okay, so... You mentioned that you were in New York for a little bit. You're currently yeah. with St. Louis Magazine. Uh, journalism, where do you get your start? Where do you go to college? Like, What do you think of the last 20 years, 15 years of the changes in media, too? So let's start. Where did you, where did you jump into college at? I went to Mizzou, like half of St. Louis. <laughs> no Tigers! <laughs> Thought, um, you, thought you looked familiar. <laughs> <laughs> Were you hanging from a chandelier in 2007? Yeah. No. Um, <laughs> Don't say that. Like no, the balcony yeah. at Fieldhouse. Relax. Okay. Relax. <laughs> right. And it wasn't a chandelier. His name was Steve. <laughs> I was very nerdy, never partied. Um, went to J school there. Um, this was in 2010 when I graduated. Okay. And they had the option you could do your bachelor's and then stay for an extra year and get a master's yep. degree. So the economy was still pretty sluggish, yeah. and I thought, I might as well just like hide out an extra year. Yes, <laughs> yeah. exactly. Um, so I did that coursework, and then part of the master's program was interning somewhere for the summer. So I was interning at the RFT, the Riverfront Times here in St. Louis, and I had just turned 22 and I was living at home with my parents in St. Charles and, you know, job hunting, writing right. my sort of like thesis component, working for free for the RFT and just like taking so much Zoloft. <laughs> 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 like, Googling how much Zoloft I could take. Uh, yeah, yeah. What are my limits? Yes. <laughs> All of us were like, we were there too. Yeah. Right? Go okay. on. Oh, that, that's how you fix it. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Got it. Yeah. Um, and I had, I don't even think this magazine is around anymore, but I had applied to this sort of like local little interiors magazine, and they offered me the job, and it paid like, 
$13,000 and I was trying to negotiate a salary for the first time and they (laughs) called me and they were like, if you're not grateful for this opportunity and they revoked the job offer. And so then I was just like (laughs) taking more Zola. But around that time, oh, so that the, makes me so happy. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I'm so happy that I got to hear that. But I, oh, I, I'm even happier to hear that you knew right away at that age. Like, no, let's re- let's, let's talk about this. Some My more. bartender yeah. friends are right. five times. Though. Right. Yeah. So I'm glad you yeah. knew yeah. enough at that moment because a lot of us at that age probably wouldn't have been smart enough to negotiate. Cool job. Like, all right, cool. A check coming in. I will take it. All right. <laughs> um. So hmm. then around that same time, I was just like very sad that that happened. <laughs> and, uh, the Riverfront Times was owned by this sort of larger chain of alternative weeklies across the country. And a copy chief job opened up at the Village Voice in New York City. Oh, nice. Which is sadly the Village Voice no longer exists, right, if right. that tells you anything about my media career. <laughs> <laughs> I wish we would have had a situation where Travis uh, gets caught in a lie where he's like, I was just hanging out there when I was in New York. <laughs> oh, like, no, no, I was just having breakfast there. Yeah, it, no, it's you, been close for a few years. No, you weren't. <laughs> You're an idiot. <laughs> um, and I just thought, oh, well, like I'll apply for this. I'm not going to get it. It's a management job. Right. And um, took the test. And they, the editor-in-chief of the Village Voice called the Riverfront Times one day to talk to the editor-in-chief to see if he would recommend me for it. Oh, wow. And I don't think I would have gotten the job had he not been on vacation. And they kicked, <laughs> him, they kicked him to the managing editor, who at the time was Sarah Fenske, who now works at yeah, Public Radio. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I guess Sarah spoke very kindly of me, which I, to this day, I would not have gotten the job, I don't think, if it hadn't been for her. Oh, wow. Um, and the the Village Voice editor-in-chief called me up and said, you know, hey, would you, you do you want to come and join my team out in New York City? Can you be here in two weeks? Oh, and shit. I was like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you um, so I, you know, moved out to New York City. And um, how old were you at this time? I was like 22. Goodness gracious. And that's that's scary looking that back is now. 22? As a 35-year-old yeah. thinking yeah. about that, I'm yeah. like, yeah. That's a lot. That's like, like that's what I did a big with, one. That's like what I did with Chicago. It is. Yeah. I think about it now and I'm like, why? Uh, yeah. I had a suitcase and I was just like living with a Craigslist roommate in Chicago. <laughs> yes. I was like, why am I, what was I doing? Yeah. Right. And the staff of the Village Voice immediately put a hit out on me. And oh, they, no. They, Wait, what? They, um, the person who was sort of in charge of the union there, who was the like assistant art director. He had been there for 30 years. We would work very closely together. He was, he emailed HR and he was like, just revoke the job offer, which would have been like my second. Oh no. no. Um, You know, she's, she's an infant, which I agree with him now. (laughs) They should not have given me that job. Um, And they didn't want someone who wasn't a New Yorker, which I also, you know, okay, fine, take the job away from me. But they didn't. Mm-hmm. And so I went there, and it was such a learning curve, but also just the most amazing first job yeah. experience. And went on to work at, you know, Hearst, um, Time Inc., yeah. these sort of like big media companies. And then my job before I moved back to St. Louis um, was a national affairs editor at Newsweek. So just oh, wow. kind of awesome. like built my career from there. 
my father still thinks I work at a newspaper. It's, <laughs> it all meant nothing. Yeah, exactly. All that being yeah. said. All that being said. That's amazing. That is amazing. What What about, I mean, I can't imagine going as a 22-year-old to New York and then have professional writers have a hit out on you. How did you adjust? What What kind of stabilized it all for you? Because... Like there, like you said, the short learning curve, you have to learn quickly on your feet. I would imagine in New York, especially as a journalist, what did it for you? I think I was just so naive and stupid that I didn't even realize that everyone hated me, uh, <laughs> like hated my cuts. Uh-huh. And I was coming, you know, from the Midwest, so I was just very, you know, nice to people. And I think, like, looking back, I'm like, oh, I think they were mean to me, and I just didn't realize. realize like, I just it, wanted okay. friends mm-hmm. <laughs> so badly. Yeah. Um, and I never knew that they had kind of rallied against me until I was leaving that job and um, Jesus, the man who kind of like was the ringleader, we became, he was like my closest colleague there and like we still keep in touch today. I love him. Mm -hmm. Um, I I just wear people down eventually. (laughs) (laughs) He pulled me aside and he was like, we all told corporate that we didn't want to work with you and um, they wouldn't listen and you, you know, we told them to revoke your job offer and I was like, Okay. Yeah. Great. Good, good, good to, to know. know. Good okay. to know. And it's with that vote of confidence that I launched <laughs> <laughs> my career. Yeah. That's, That's insane that how amazing. that works out. And too. Like, like, what like, better, no one likes a new person either. What better place to like start working in New York as a like early twenties person than the Village Voice? <laughs> That's incredible. Yeah. Like, There's... I just finished reading Meet Me in the Bathroom this year, which is about the, like, New York music scene with, like, the Strokes and the Yeah, Yeah, Yeahs and, like, the early 2000s yeah. and stuff. And it's just, like, all of the people that, the, like, a good portion of the people they interview um, are all, like, village voice writers who were, like, the ones who championed all of these bands to, like, everyone else and to make them popular in the first place and i was like oh my god the village voice that's what a good job that would be that's insane when (laughs) you think about that that i heard an interview with um rob zombie of all people Mm -hmm. who's like a normal person by the way right um who he was like we were kind of like the last band in new york that hadn't been signed and somebody took a fly on us like major label signing like you have these waves of things or or trends that Mm -hmm. happen and it is the media that kind of drives the perception. And it's mostly the like the like weekly, like the alternative weekly ones. Like in Chicago, it's the Reader, and it's a big mm-hmm. like the Reader was the one that like broke the big story of the um, like all of the sexual assault and stuff in the theater world a couple of years ago, and it like became a big national story and all this stuff. Mm-hmm. And it's like, unfortunately, these did your are lawyer the ones get that, that cleared like... up? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Did, yeah, yeah, is that yeah. still an issue? Yeah, okay. my name has been changed. <laughs> okay, good. Um, <laughs> like those are the ones that are like disappearing the quickest, but yet are the ones that have like made the bigger impact. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't know. I, I, don't know. I, I find that to be interesting too. And, and at We Are Live Radio on Twitter, if you all check out, uh, I just sent a link out to you can see all of Amanda's stories and recent topics and oh, at wherever she uh, is covering. Um, as far as being back in St. Louis and then jumping in, obviously the, your time in New York and then bring it back. Do you feel like your time there has brought you more gifts or talents to apply to St. Louis and covering what you do? Like, is it fun having a different perspective? Because we beat ourselves up plenty, and we, but we also have good quality stuff here. We don't always realize, like, oh, hey, this is good work too. Have you have you used, I guess, the the tactics or the skills 
uh, and applied those and do you feel like it works in St. Louis too? Or, or is there a, a formula that specifically has to be done to kind of hometown feed people? That's such an interesting question. Um, I, I didn't think I was going to get the job because I just hadn't lived in St. Louis for eight years. And right. that's, and you kind of have to know that. Out. People are like, they're not from here. I'm like, they're, a, they're an engineer. I think they'll figure it out. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah. They don't know how our bridges work. It's like, what? It's a bridge. Like, come on. I think pretty early on into my tenure, I tweeted something about um, Highway 64, and people were like, it's uh, Marty! Um, But I think, you know, if you're trained as a journalist, you kind of know how to drop down into somewhere and just kind of start talking to people. Mm. You know, you do one interview, you say, um, you know, who are you really excited about? What are you following right now? Mm. What are are we not covering that we should be? And I think that's that's really one of the great things about doing journalism in 2019 is you can kind of have these conversations Mm -hmm. with readers not just when you're out in the field kind of reporting, but through social media, you know, if someone makes kind of like a, a bad comment or a mean comment, which doesn't actually happen too often. I feel like our readers are pretty generous and like, up, you know, positive. Right. Th- th- there's a tone that's set. Like if, if we yeah. decided we were going to play in the we make fun of everything game and we're mean to people online game, you open yourself up to that, the, the criticisms yeah. for sure. Yeah. Um, but, you know, every kind of, critique is a chance for us to look and say oh like should we be doing that and sometimes our readers throw out kind of really good story ideas and we we say like oh yeah we should do that and there's no I mean that's like great market research oh someone's we know that someone's interested in that there's probably you know a good portion of the population who would read that story we should give it a shot mm-hmm. so um yeah you know I think I don't think there New York made me tough as nails like that that (laughs) first job was kind of like a theme throughout my career just being so young you kind of had to like go in and prove yourself um and I think it's also kind of intimidating arriving in St. Louis because there are so many different media outlets like there's the Post-Dispatch the Biz Journal the RFT Public Radio there's like three major news stations there's a bunch of different food publications like there's just so much competition and I was a little bit intimidated, like walking into that and not really having that background of really ever having lived in St. Louis. I grew up in St. Charles, right. um, which people will point out is not the same thing <laughs> all the time. Um, so, yeah, it's this it ain't. I'm just letting you know it ain't. <laughs> so this year was kind of my first full year of really Diving being in. out there, and yeah, and I do think people I talk to are. I do pick up certain things where maybe someone who has been living here for 20 years doesn't mm-hmm. think that's kind of remarkable or right, different or right. interesting. Um, so it's, I think it's good to have that mix Absolutely. on staff. I, I always really like, no, I, I, it's interesting because it's the same, it's a similar mindset that I have towards, I guess, interactions that I have with St. Louis now having not lived here for 12 years almost. Um, I feel like before I moved to Chicago, St. Louis is like the last place that I wanted to come and live. But I feel like in the time that I've been there, St. Louis has become more like a, a for want of a better term, just like a hipper city mm-hmm. almost. Like especially down in this area and the Grove and all of that and yeah. everything. I, I like how has your 
view on the city changed from like having lived because I didn't really grow up in St. Louis. I kind of did because my family lived in like O'Fallon and St. Sure. Peter's and whatever, but not in cl- seeing it through proximity. adult eyes, basically. Exactly. Right? Yeah, yeah. Like has have your has St. Louis become like it is for me like a almost a surprisingly more welcoming city for like you know young people i guess (laughs) yeah i think i mean people say this all the time it's very affordable to Mm -hmm. live here Mm -hmm. which is great um we basically just got priced out of brooklyn we really wanted to own a home and put equity into something and that just wasn't we would have to move to like orange new jersey yeah. for that to yeah. happen yeah so as a fellow brooklynonian okay a brooklynite <laughs> yes. as a brooklyn a brooklynista, a brooklynista yeah. i agree no, the i same completely thing. agree my younger brother lives in southern california and yeah. like he got lucky and they bought a house in what's riverside but riverside was literally where they were going to film Breaking Bad until taxes sent them to New Mexico because it was like legit meth country. Now there's 30,000 people moving there every mm-hmm. month or whatever because they get priced out of L.A. But if you want to live in L.A., that's a two-hour drive, right? right. Like that, that's the same thing around these giant metro areas. So St. Louis can benefit from that, I feel like, from people that don't feel that don't want to live in the suburbs but want like the amenities of a city and can afford to live there. Right. And I also think that, you know, entertainment is very affordable. There are a bunch of great restaurants that you can yes. dine out at for like a reasonable yes. um, price. You know, there's just, there's so many things to do and see. And it's, it's not like in New York where you are, you have, you're like, oh, should I eat this week? Or like, do right. I want to right. go to this concert? Man, those were hard decisions. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. It was oh, these like, chips are due. These would be good yeah, for yeah, This exactly. would get me to Friday. Exactly. Oh. Yeah. They're just becoming stale, so they should be fine. <laughs> and I could always maybe get a free oh. ticket from this person, so I think we're going to even out. Yeah. Uh, we've we've kind of left Chris Gardner out in the cold here. Gardner, you're... Uh, Boo! <laughs> the, uh, I mean unofficial mayor of the central west end and the uh, you keep a watchful eye on urban development do mm-hmm. you like where st louis is going i know you have some you you will rest in peace your dive bars that you you frequent uh, yeah that, that you lose to uh and the... i i understand what people call gentrification my concern is displacement more than anything <laughs> when things mm-hmm. like that happen right um like i'm gonna lose a bar here and there that's fine. I do not like a man who's sober six. Years I do not also. like losing neighborhood bars like in bunches, which I do see happening. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I, that, I think in the central corridor things are developing now. Outside of that, some you still have work to do, um, and there's not an investment there necessarily yet. Now we'll wait and see what NGA does on the north side, if that helps with development. But the central corridor is definitely thriving, and I would agree uh, with Amanda in terms of. Like, I grew up in O'Fallon, Missouri, um, and then I came to the city. That's still eye-opening for someone who was isolated in the suburbs right. of St. Louis. Right. That's mm-hmm. still a lot different. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, it's still duplexes and houses and subdivisions and cookie cutter, and it, that's, and it's still, it still is. Yeah. 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 Like, and I don't have a car now. 
I take public transit. That's not that's not going to happen in O'Fallon, Missouri. No, it's right. Not. <laughs> yeah, right. Your scooter will get your ass beat in, uh, in O'Fallon. Yeah. I'm taking the scooter out there this this week for Christmas. It's like 60 degrees for Christmas. I know. So I believe I'm going to have my yeah. dad on the Harley and me on the scooter. Oh electric scooter. All right. And we'll see what happens. But is is that is that kind of But the... no, I mean it's like it was I was excited to move to the city, but there was a major adjustment for me not only in terms of lifestyle and stuff like that, but in terms of knowing what the city is and how it functions mm-hmm. and what wow. other like it brought so much more knowledge to me seeing what people go through living in dense areas and also the struggles that some have that you're ignorant to completely right. ignorant yep. to that foster kind of your beliefs to begin with mm-hmm. they change they change because you see things differently and i think that's important for people to see and it's, i can relate to that growing up in st charles county have you found that That's people it. from the stories that you write, especially about some of the new our installations, new things culturally that are popping up around St. Louis, like people from St. Charles in these rural areas, are they reading these pieces and going, oh, I guess I can make my way on down to the city and check some of these things out? Are you, yeah. Do you see that you guys resonating with, with folks perhaps outside of the St. Louis city area with some of the things that you showcase? I do. I think the aquarium is going to be a huge mm. draw for people yeah. to come. That's so uh, crazy. I'm Charles. so excited yeah. that the yeah. city is going to On Christmas that. Day, yeah, Wednesday. Official opening, right? Mm-hmm. Christmas, yeah. Christmas, okay. Wow, I didn't know it was I that guess soon. They, yeah. like, mm-hmm. Who knows what it was set up, but sold out, right? Like, they sold whatever... Whatever was available is filled. Like it's going to be like their dock. People have already decided. Okay, that's amazing. Or should I say their dock is full? Nailed it. (laughs) Water time. So I think maritime. (laughs) Maritime. (laughs) Um, But I think St. Louis Magazine also we try to do a good job of um, talking about issues that people from communities that you know like North City, like North County. I just did an interview with. the someone who sits on the advisory committee of geo futures which is kind of working with the nga Mm -hmm. on that next campus um in an area that you know needs revitalization will it revitalize that area remains to be seen they think you'll get a quick trip into starbucks on the way there yeah (laughs) they are doing a lot of they're going to be you know strategizing and doing work with the public schools in that area because one of the things they really need to think about is training you know, the next yeah. group of scientists and government officials who are going to work yeah. at that facility. Mm-hmm. Um, so I can tell you they are very concerned with, you know, building Well, that's good to hear because yeah. that's my yeah. first Why time hearing that because it makes right. a ton of sense. And if you're, you're talking about is it going to be, is it going to work? That's mm-hmm. one way to go about it, I would imagine. Yeah, is trying it's, to like get a, it's like similar to like when the like GM plant was up and running and everything. And it's like everybody that worked there kind of lived in that general vicinity right. so it's like i mean it creates, well. it creates a community and right. it creates it helps the surrounding area as opposed to just making it just like a bleak like right. industrial corridor right. Right. right 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 where they, you ignore the people that you drive by every day right. exactly like, and they yeah, just all get to. displaced and yeah um more importantly recently in st louis magazine you covered the four stages of shopping at schnooks before a snowstorm oh, i yes, find I this did. i find this to be very <laughs> interesting and very true in regards oh, to oh uh, i did not know this was a thing louis, we will uh, dramatize this we, and this will be something we will put on the youtube channel okay. uh, <laughs> thank you well, i did not know let's, uh, can we walk through this yes we absolutely okay. can right, let's so we're this. gonna start with this so i think the next one should be whole foods <laughs> instead of schnooks oh, because, because here's the deal and I, it's happened twice. You this isn't you, town mi- and style. Mil- not in that income okay. bracket. Mil- I don't know what that's <laughs> right. 
<laughs> but milk, eggs, and bread, right? Right. Okay, you that's know, what yeah. you get. You go to the bread aisle there, it's all gone. The two times I've gone to Whole Foods in situations like this, the kale is gone. The bread is sacked. Full. Are and you I serious? S- I smile every time I see it. That's I'm hilarious. Like, oh, the kale's gone. There's all the bread. <laughs> I'm like, this is so perfect. Yeah, you gotta make those smoothies still. So Hello. Hello. Since you're gonna be home, you gotta make multiple smoothies. Yeah. It's so perfect. Oh. And I'm like, man, we just walk into these stereotypes. Oh, it's <laughs> outstanding. I would have loved to have seen it. Oh, oh, that's awesome. All right, the kale's out and Lululemon's been raided. Yeah. <laughs> we need extra layers. It's so cold. <laughs> but anyway, go ahead. Okay, so Travis. You, if, if you're going to act this out, I, okay. I'm going to vote Travis as the most animated of the group here. Uh, it's a wild guess. Yeah. It, yeah. <laughs> he tends to react to things. Wall, yeah. um, so we'll have, I'll give it to you. Okay. You can act it out, and then Amanda can run us through each one. Is that all right? Does okay. that make yes. sense? All right. So, and I've got it pulled up, so if you want to pull it up, take a second. Yeah. I will do <laughs> a quick... You. I will do a quick uh, thank you to Sophie's and Gastro Pit. We do weekly comedy shows each Thursday. They're free this week. Christmas shows this week? There is. There are. Is there? Yes. The day after Christmas comedy show. That's right. Happiest hour comedy series. Stop by 6 o'clock right here in Grand Center. You can say hello. You can have some laughs. And you know who presents it with us? Jack Daniels. That's mm, right. Jack lives Look here. He's going to be living in my kitchen tomorrow. I tell you what. Yeah. Get through the holidays with some Jack Daniels, people. Schlafly also <laughs> pushes this for us. We're going to have a great lineup this week. Uh, I believe we actually so we have one comic in from New York and then one about to head to New York. Stop stealing our decent comics, New York. That was I kind of downplayed that. But stop stealing but our the great talent. Yes, it is. Um, so it'll be a great show. Come out at 6 o'clock this Thursday. Sophie's for your post-Christmas comedy, and then 8.30 at Gastro Pit on the hill. And stick around for Happy Hour Barbecue if Gardner doesn't eat it all first. Mm. Uh, Travis, your first... <clears throat> again, you can see this in St. Louis Magazine, uh, stlmag.com. Four stages of shopping at Schnucks before a snowstorm. Here we go. Nick, you ready for this? I'm so ready. Uh, this is such a St. Louis thing, and I love it so much. And in the article, there's actually... An awesome piece. Number one, act out anticipation. Ah, uh, sh- sh- how much? How much? How many inches we getting? Oh, I got child. I gotta go to the store. Child, oh lord, cause they ain't even gonna put the salt down. I know they ain't put the salt. Let me go ahead and get to this grocery store. Did you see Camo V? Oh, it's gonna be hell. <laughs> Feet. <laughs> Feet of snow <laughs> and two inches of ice. And Modot not even out here yet. Where is Modot and they truck? All them taxes I pay. Does Steve still work for them? <laughs> he does. I'll give him a call right now. Call him up. I will call him right now. Right the When is it supposed to snow next week? Because well, I, I don't know why they're not out there. I ain't right going to be stuck at work. I know that. I know that. <laughs> they ain't going to have me stuck at work. They won't. <laughs> you can't see the arch. It's cloudy. <laughs> That's the ultimate, like, I ain't going to get stuck at work. I got me messed up. Maybe you can get ahead for the You're next week. You're a doctor, for Christ's <laughs> sake. You, you don't have a say in any of this. Uh, no, anti- normally with that anticipation, it's also, all right, what time does it start? Yeah, what that's what that, that's, start? Yeah, what that's, that's the key. When's it coming? What, what, mm, what oh, let, let me get to this Home Depot yeah. real quick. Because mm. like, that's what we do with these situations. Like these situations that we think are going to be dire. So, but it, what, you know start? what it makes me think of is like <laughs> when we talked about the 
failed earthquake prediction of 1990 <laughs> by Ivan Browning when yes. people were calling news stations and that. What time's the earthquake going to happen? <laughs> yeah. When the earthquake, when they say about 11, right? 11 yeah, to 12? Right. We're all, okay. We always want to know what time we it's going to start. We always got to do. We do. We yeah. are time. When G Jesus coming back? Okay. Yeah. Is that at 9 a.m. or 9 p.m.? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. Is it Central Time, Eastern? <laughs> yeah. What what time frame are we working? Are we in daylight savings? <laughs> yeah. Is it daylight savings or not? We are. We're in we Indiana. Who's got the dog? <laughs> we are a time oriented city. We gotta city. know Why what time we? it's gonna we start. We gotta know what time. Because it's a level of procrastination. Yeah. yeah. Like, how long yeah, can I wait? You'll see a few flakes. <laughs> this is two hours before they said it was gonna. Yeah. Like that's oh, God, the thing that makes you angry. Yeah. That's all it is. Oh, yeah. It's like it how so long can I wait? You can like see it coming. I probably still got about twenty more minutes. <laughs> I got about twenty more minutes before I accumulate. If I <laughs> you gotta accumulate first. <laughs> who's our friend that we just had in from California? Who's a she's a uh, meteorologist here. Oh, Tracy, Tracy Hinton? Yeah, yeah, Tracy Hinton. That poor girl. Oh. <laughs> She's like, I love weather. I'm like, you're not going to when people start yelling yeah. at you. Yeah. Don't, answer that, like, yeah. Don't answer the phone. Yeah. Uh, Don't answer the phone. Don't go on Twitter. So stage one is... Anticipation. Okay. If you just want to give us a, a real summary of, uh, of how this works. Of anticipation. So yes. I come from a very different background because I had a baby this year. And so Congratulations. When, thank you. So when everyone... In the car, so we need to... Yeah. 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 Let's make this fast. Um... When everyone started posting, oh, I got to go to Schnooks, I just thought, get me out of this house. <laughs> <laughs> <Right>. That's fair. <laughs> I've been that's in the house true. for five days with a sick baby. So Aww. that's, I was sort of like, oh, anticipation. We're going to Schnooks. It's going to be great. We're going to get to see, we're going to get to buy things. Uh-huh. We're, we're going to get, yes, get 30 minutes of uninterrupted <laughs> me time. <laughs> this is going to be great. And then it was just so funny to, so this story idea obviously came from Twitter as the funniest ones do. And it was just so hilarious to see people saying, oh, I got to get to Schnucks. I got to get my French toast ingredients, which I guess is a thing here. Everyone yeah, makes it's, French it's very toast. weird. I don't know why it started here. I don't why know either. Thing? I don't either. And then to see, like, the next tweet from someone would be like, this was a bad life choice. <laughs> <laughs> so, which kind of leads us into the next stage, which is disbelief. Why did you, why did you think coming to what, the Where all these people come from? <laughs> Yeah. There you go. Yeah. Did everybody else know it was snowing today? I didn't. How did all these people know it was snowing Don't today? Don't you people have jobs? <laughs> yeah. That's the one. That's the St. Louis that's one. Ain't y'all supposed response. to be at work? That's my per that's yeah. my parents' response right. every time. Yeah. No matter Any, what time the there's traffic. Yeah. They live in they live in Lake St. Louis Darden Prairie. Oh. Anytime it takes them like longer than a couple of minutes to go through a stoplight. Don't you people have jobs? Oh, oh my so Shouldn't great. you be somewhere right now? <laughs> yeah, they're getting there now. That's so funny. That's why they're driving. That's, that's, that's why the they're universal. people, Mom. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Although I did the same thing this week. Saturday, I, I, I drove down here Sunday morning, and Saturday I still had a couple of things I had to buy, and I was like, this will be fine. This will be a quick errand trip. Oh, God, I'm going to no. go to like Dick's Sporting Goods. I'm going to go mm. to PetSmart. It's going to be great. Mm. As soon as I got within like a... Uh, six block radius of yeah. both of those stores because they're in the same like megaplex mm -hmm. thing i could just see the yes. traffic everywhere and i was like what have i done yeah what mm -hmm. have i done and i have to tell my parents this when they come from the county down to the city they don't you don't drive with pedestrians out in st charles county mm -mm. yeah i live in the central west end it's a very pedestrian neighborhood very pedestrian and the one thing they don't use is blinkers. Mm. And I'm like, and I, and I yell at my mom and try to make this point to her. It's not because, I, like, hey, you got to use your blinkers. Like, 
someone is going to hit you from behind right. if you don't mm-hmm. like you're going to yeah. end up in a car accident right. yep. so it's complete they are not used to driving with people walking around all the time uh, either mm-hmm. so that's different too so yeah people snowflakes same yeah. same difference just, you got to deal with them yeah. that's, that's absolutely true uh, so, some of the twitter stuff too there was a woman that uh, ran into phyllis from the office while she was at schnooks during amazing. her uh, her pre uh oh, really? just like the most St. Louis thing. That is the most yeah. St. Louis. <laughs> thing. Like what was Phyllis that? wearing a blue shirt? I need to know more. This is so funny too because in your second one it's disbelief, which we just covered. Um, and you highlight a tweet from uh KMOV's Alexis Zotos, friend of the show. Friend yes. of the show. Saw her that day while she was at That's hilarious. <laughs> I'm like, hey, how are you? What's up, Alexis? <laughs> That's hilarious. <laughs> so the whole community was literally there. Hey, oh. Ozzy Smith. Hey, yeah. Jim Edmonds. <laughs> yeah. And it's just everybody standing in the aisles just like angrily <laughs> at each other. I mean, said- it's just this response. <laughs> Fred Bird's not even taking hats. Fred Bird's like... Yeah, yeah, I'm here too, yeah, mother. It's just like a silent movie. <laughs> All you hear is just the the sound of like whatever music they're playing, yeah. whatever like oh yeah, like Paul McCartney, yeah, <laughs> whatever like Paul McCartney Christmas Pandora is playing, <laughs> and it's just everybody just like <laughs> yeah, yeah, just like shaking their heads and. Like, uh, we move on to number three. Number three. Yeah. So number three is kind of interesting, which is perseverance. And I feel like St. Louis, St. Louis does not like to stand in a line, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. they consider a line to be more than three people. <laughs> yes, which is oh, very yeah. different in other cities. <laughs> what are you doing? You mean yeah. I have to wait for something? <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. So just so like true. So yeah. Standing in the back of the line. Okay, okay. paying with a check, right? Yeah. Check. <laughs> Sure, sure. I did that yesterday on my drive. Stopped at a gas station, and the woman in front of me was buying like a bunch of food from the like display case by the register, of uh, course. Yeah. And I saw her say, "Yeah, I want this," and turn, and she had a checkbook in her hand, and I was like, "No." <laughs> and sure enough, wrote a check out. That had to be verified probably by t- fourteen managers. <laughs> they had to take it in the back. Take it to the back. The yeah, thing, sounds about right. Like, Good Jesus. <laughs> Let's get this over with. Yeah, my thing is, uh, what are you doing buying groceries for your entire family? Yeah. yeah. Oh, you are. Oh, oh yeah, I'm well, an idiot. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm a moron. Sorry. I'll shut up and be quiet. But could you hurry up though? Because I, <laughs> I got to get out of here before the snow starts. I have if 20 minutes before to, the snow starts. Like, make a quick turn into a lane. Okay, and you're trying to scope it out. All right, this one's shorter than the other one. And you turn mm-hmm. in and not realizing that the person has loaded up the conveyor oh, belt. Oh, love it. Yeah. You're like, oh, oh, oh I'm I'm in the car. Yep. Oh, no, not the other one. There might be more people, but they have less items. Yes. And you're like, you oh, always, I made a terrible decision. Yes. You yes. always shop in pairs in situations like that. Because then you can here, have, yeah, yeah, you guys just start and you're like, okay, I'll check this way. You check this way. And as soon as you find a short one, yeah. you just jump into it. And then the other person can run over. You have to do it. All the grocery stores in Chicago are so terrible when it comes to their checkout lanes. That's like a must. I can't go to the grocery store without my girlfriend because it's always you have to have like, a scout. Yeah, exactly. Because you're yeah. gonna stand like there are like two cashiers that like you know are slow. You know they just like have a conversation <laughs> with every person that walks through. 
So you're like, okay, there's two people in that lane. This one but doesn't even have guy. a bagger. Yeah, oh. exactly. Yeah. Yeah. It for, and then in St. Louis, we have this thing where we feel like we should recruit employees for that particular job. Why they got all these lanes open? Like, I got a cousin yeah. right now that need a job. He could be working in. We wouldn't even be in this problem if you hired people. Or it's like, that guy's just standing around. Why can't he <laughs> right. run this yeah. Yeah. He is literally a homeless person. We don't, <laughs> he he does he not work here at all. He's just here. I think I saw a tweet where, it's, and it, it kind of, people were like, oh, this is a great idea. Someone was like, go to Schnucks with your significant other. One person stands in line. The other person goes around the store and shops and puts things in the cart. And everyone was like, oh, this is what it's come to. I, that's literally how we shopped in New York because yeah. <laughs> the Trader yeah. Joe's was so crowded you really yeah good yeah. god I, I don't like, know oh, i feel like that, that, that exi- my anxiety coming all yeah. over my stomach because yeah. yeah. being in line and then you like going closer to the cashier and yeah. y'all ain't back worst gotta, fear in the world as a kid yeah. Yeah. come worst around you there like i can see there at least some in- interesting yeah. uh situation it's like getting in line and realizing you <laughs> forgot something and be like i'm yeah. just gonna go get it real Ooh. fast yeah. nothing gave me more anxiety as a kid when your mom would when your mom like i'm gonna yeah. get some bread and then Stay your mama here. i can't find it and your mom like that your mama taking her sweet ass time she's like <laughs> yeah. was it the wheat bread like, i wanted or was <laughs> yeah. it the wild but woman we're about to be up <laughs> come on we gotta do this <laughs> these people are gonna be so mad they're gonna be us. so mad at me yeah. yes yeah yes. you have the 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 jewel osco by my apartment in chicago it's always like Every there's only like on a Monday night or like a Sunday afternoon is when it's the busiest. Just like three lanes open, all of them are packed. There's like two of the self checkouts that actually work, mm. and that lane is going all the way back into the aisles. Oh yeah, that's see, yeah, it's, it's terrible. Not it's the worst thing ever. That. But like you have to do it, and you just right. like. I guess I'm just going to stand here and complain for the next 15 minutes. <laughs> that's all and then you can I'm going to buy my groceries and I'm going to go home. Yeah, that's all you can do. And it's going to be fine. <laughs> but I'm terrible. Um, so we've covered perseverance. All right. Final. Final stage. Final, final stage. Final what stage do we have? Success. Oh, there it is. You, you got your mile long receipt. <laughs> <laughs> and you got enough bread for a family of eight yes yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like you're yeah. a single yeah. person <laughs> in an apartment like with your dog like what do you need all and that the bread? funny thing is that's you're right because we we bought all this stuff and living in st louis we know as we've learned this week that it will be melted yeah. in 48 hours so we buy all this food we go through all this anxiety for just a day and a half of just shitty weather. Yeah. Just need a pasta and a jar of sauce, really. That's essentially <laughs> it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. For, a, say, for one person. You can make the whole I mean, thing can... the night before for dinner and yeah. then like eat it for lunch the next yeah, day. Yeah, exactly. And then you're fine. Yeah. And, and then the snow's melted and you can The walk snow around. is melted. You can drive. Yeah. I think we thrive on the adventure, though. We do. You know, we want to be in the mix. We want to see Phyllis from the office. We, this right, is our exactly. shot. Yeah. It's like, it's as exciting. Like, it's. As close to being like a huge metropolitan, like exactly. it really thing is that like this can get is like having shitty weather, yeah. and having mood up. <laughs> Here we go, but it's it like really is like participating. More like yeah. a fire drill or it whatever, is. because yes. it, it's how we prepare ourselves for the worst case. Yes. Right. Okay. So if it really does go down, we know what to get. We know what's uh-huh. in the grocery uh-huh. store. We know what to get and how to stockpile it for days if needed. Right. So Whereas, this is how we kind of, without having a disaster. How we prepare ourselves for disasters. Right. Whereas in Chicago, in like 2011 or so, I think it was, we got uh, uh, 14 inches of snow overnight. And it's the only time, 
like so it was the when it was so bad people were like stuck in their cars on Lakeshore Drive. Oh yeah, like, I remember those pictures. Their vehicles yeah. and stuff. The snowmageddon. Yeah. Um, I was out of work for a day. The city shut down for like a day. <laughs> To clean everything up, and then I, the next day they were like, mm-hmm. all right, office is going to be open. I was like, I had to dig. I was in a garden apartment at the time, and the snow had drifted up on my door, oh. and I had to just stand there and, like, continuously open the door to push the snow out of the <laughs> oh, way. You see it was literally way. snowed yeah. out. Yeah, it was, liter- it was like Little House on the Prairie. I was, like, snowed in. I was like, I'm going to have to climb out my window or something. <laughs> the little tiny, like, garden windows squeezed my little t- <laughs> tiny body through it. Uh, yeah, and then I was at work the next day, and... Those streets were like completely clear. They like unbelievable. They don't mess around. As soon as this mm. like, as soon as the snow starts, there's just like a fleet of trucks that come out and clean everything up, because they know if they don't get like Lakeshore clean in time, then that's people a, are yeah, going to be trapped. Yeah. Like they were trapped on like CTA buses and stuff. Like See, public. That, oh, the anxiety just ran over my body. <laughs> yeah. like, oh yeah. God, no! Yeah. That sounds awful. And then I like look down here at you guys, and it's like chance of two inches of snow. And I call my dad. He's like. Yeah, we're, uh, took off work tomorrow. <laughs> uh, just got back from the store. You know, they said it's going to be pretty bad. And I was like, how, come, how bad is pretty bad? Uh, probably like two, three inches, something like that, honey. Is that what it's going to be? It's going to be windy, too. It'll be really windy. Uh, like, the wind is difficult. I'm like, cool. It's going to be negative 40 with a wind chill in Chicago today. And he's like, oh, that sounds cold. That's why but, you get to buy a parka with the hood on it. Because uh-huh. then that protects you from the wind. Exactly. The and you wear just long johns at all times. Yeah. That's what I've learned. That's how you deal with the winter. Do you feel like you successfully cycled us through those four stages? I think we got I think we got there. We have a good look. Yeah, I felt the, it. The mind. I do the, love how we were all like, things. yep, get that one. Yep, yep. hear you there. <laughs> yep. Mm-hmm. yep. Tail as old as time. <laughs> <laughs> so what ended up happening was that um, Schnooks picked this up and put it on their Facebook. That's and awesome. Like, have a great That's day. Nice. <laughs> Good yes, for them. career making. There you yeah, go. Right? <laughs> right there. Right? Yeah. All that awesome. college for that. That's yeah. awesome. Now you got no, something like, to talk about over the holidays with family, right? Yeah, exactly. It, yeah. it was like you bumped into like Mindy Kaling in New York, but now it's this. Yeah, it's, yeah. Yeah. Now it's you shared your page. You had That's that amazing. with the uh, with the video you did for the Onion that's so popular. I just tweeted that out as well. If you guys want to revisit that, uh, who was the funniest person who you saw? share the uh who's effing video from the onion uh the funniest uh probably uh uh that uh dan blazarian guy (laughs) you know know who that is yeah this is the guy with the 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 models always on instagram yeah Yeah, you know who that is this is one of those instances where i gotta decide am i gonna lie or am i you should lie he's better than you when you would it's kind of a person you don't really want to know he's a professional d-bag he's like a um um, he's like a male Instagram model, essentially. Okay. Yeah. But all he posts is like not familiar. Of him and like models and like big guns. Super very super wealthy trust fund person yeah. who's also done like professional poker. He for whatever oh. he does, he's he a does professional right. douchebag. Oh, okay, yeah. I get yeah. it. Yeah. Professional yeah. 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 charming. Yeah, yeah. 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 He right. The video and it got I, when I saw that he shared it on his Facebook page. When I went to look at it, it was at like. 17 or 18 million views and he had like just posted it like earlier that day and i was like oh my god God." you're not you're laughing for the wrong reason every like six months i go back and i look at the comments on that video Mm. and it's always just like the comments are all the same and then i always run into one that's like 
Uh, He's got dead husky eyes. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> or it's people that recognize me from doing masterpiece reviews that are like, I swear that's the masterpiece reviews guy. <laughs> and I want to like comment and be like, it is. No one from the battery commercials. No, no. That I, was me. I'm waiting for people to uh, recognize it from the Angie's List one more than any of them. But that he got happen. spoofed on Saturday Night Live for a commercial he did. Like they I did, this. they made the fun list. of an Angie's List commercial that yeah. and they called you a serial killer, right? Was that what they it was? Were, yeah. They were pedophiles. They, <laughs> yeah, they were all like, they were all like, yeah, they're uh, all, <laughs> they're all like felons. Dead, and they said dead husky eyes, which I thought was really weird. weird. They were all oh, yeah. felons on like work release or something. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But they were all. Uh, but they played with, you, yeah, right? They like, were all charged with like low-level sex crimes. Yeah, like that was what it was. I got caught peeing behind a school. Yeah, yeah. He was like, no, I work at issues. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and Kyle Mooney played me. Kyle and, Mooney <laughs> did play you. Yeah. that was that was the most surreal moment. That had of, to be my, amazing. That Congratulations. That I got nothing out of other than like my family laughing. Me high five. <laughs> yeah. yeah, dude. Sweet, like, man. I mean, worth it, I guess. And I'm sure my mom has all of them DVD. Nick's on. Nick's here. <laughs> now, the video that Nick did for the Onion is one that I really want to do just for what's probably going to happen again for the family. I don't know how often does the commercial come up around your dinner table, but I just want it Pretty for often. the. Okay, because I just want to do it. For that, like, if you, you have to check out this video, for those who are not familiar, it's basically a spoof on dating sites. This is ten, a, How old is this by it now? It was meant uh, nine, eight or nine years ago. Still holds up. Still pretty Still, it's very solid. It's a spoof of, like, the New York Times, like, engagement videos that they do. Yes. Where it's like, we yes. met at my friend Jeff's party. We'll show uh, Amanda off air. I don't know if she wants yeah. the uh, content uh, associated with her name. <laughs> yeah. Uh, like, yeah, we're going to show you that. that. Like somebody's gonna Google like a cool place to get a burrito, and then it's her with like the who's effing yeah. idiot. Yeah. And then we're like, <laughs> but I think the be I, you because got a burrito I think place? <laughs> right. But like, the Go content on. is the content is so in your face and vulgar that I'm like I would love to do that just because I know how awkward it would be it for is. my family to discuss, and I think oh, that's so okay. cool. It my, is a filthy, my, funny. So you're video. an actor. My family <laughs> right. loves it. My family, my cousins, and everything think like, it's hilarious. There's there's still like. That's awesome. Uh, my girlfriend's family—they all saw it and thought it was funny. And one of the guy, one of her uncles, um, like Thanksgiving, this past Thanksgiving, uh -huh. was like, "You know, I had a guy at work the other day. He sent me an email with a video link in it, and I clicked on it, and it was your damn onion video." <laughs> Somebody like, did that at my dad's work too. Yeah, yeah. He was like, yeah, I know Nick. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, yeah. he's like, yeah, no, he's uh, he uh, dates my niece. <laughs> Such a ah, so are you still with the girl from the video? <laughs> <laughs> are you guys still laughing? Yeah, it seemed like it was a lot we, of chemistry there. For the longest time we wanted we uh, the actress Marie Marie Weiss. She's uh, brilliant in that she, too, by the way. She's that was phenomenal. the first time I'd ever met her. Really, was <laughs> you got, that, that was funny. Man. And we've we've auditioned together a few more times, but she has um, a son. I don't think she has two kids. I think she just has one. She has a son now. Uh huh. And we always want to like. Get try to get a hold of the guys who wrote and produced that and be like, hey, can we do a follow up? That oh, is outstanding. Nice. Yeah. Yes. Never, like it's all we always talk about it and it's never happened. <laughs> so good. I say better that than somebody thinking like disassociating reality from that creative thing you did. Better that than the white supremacist you played on CBS yeah. Redline. Exactly. Right. Yeah, it's like somebody you were very runs good up and throws a drink in your face. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. Yeah. Or hey, someone up her gives you a Confederate flag as a gift. Yeah. Like, yeah. You were a great alt right thug. <laughs> yeah, you Here did, you go. You did great in that TV show. <laughs> 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 
I know you're uh, you're you're doing it from your heart. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I know you didn't have to do a lot of research. <laughs> oh. Gardner, could I do a shout out? Yes, do our Christmas shout outs. Yeah. Okay. Uh, to our listener Lisa, or watcher Lisa. A watcher Lisa. She knows I'm a cobbler boy. Not a pie boy. I'm a cobbler oh, boy. Cobbler boy. Oh, like you're into making shoes? And, uh, <laughs> I had no idea. I did have a cobbler. Oh, <laughs> My grandpa recommended him. Hey, Daniel uh, Day-Lewis is a cobbler. Who yeah. is? Daniel Day-Lewis. Really? That's why he quit acting, yeah. didn't it? I'm going to yeah. send him my Cole Hans. Professional he did cobbler. Gangs in New York. Uh, Scorsese had to go talk him out of being a... He was working as a cobbler in Italy. He should have... What if he would have turned down the role to stay cobbling? He almost did. That would have been fantastic. Well, he heard. He had to learn to be a tailor, like for Phantom Thread. He's oh. like a legitimate. Like he makes his own suits and He's stuff now. Genius. They said he did. He took the boxing role. What I can't remember what movie it was. He did uh, boxing. Like he like straight up boxed. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. Well, shout out to Lisa for bringing me a peach cobbler. Oh, oh my you're a monster, yeah. Chris. You don't deserve that. And I got some vanilla ice cream to go with it. Oh, so that's was. my breakfast. Amanda. <laughs> Amanda. Don't go back to STL Mag. Just stay here to cover how a producer dies from diabetic <laughs> shock. I'm all over it. Uh, <laughs> cobbler is better than pie, and it's a hill I'm willing to is die on. Is a cobbler on. just um, poorly put together pie? There it is. Or it might Thank have more you. sugar in it. Needed right, to be said. Thank you. But isn't it like it's just like mm-hmm. a pie that lazy didn't pie. hold together? Shut had your pie a, a Shut your pie, pie hole, okay? <laughs> Shut your pie hole your and pie stop hole. defending big hole. pie <laughs> and get on the bandwagon <laughs> with Cobbler Boy. Shut your sloppy cobbler hole and listen. <laughs> Were you shouting out for Christmas, Nick Freed? Um, uh, shout out to the Freed family. Nice. Well, you wore the shirt. I think that was a big retreat. enough. Uh, yeah. 25 years of fun. Mm-hmm. I got one shirt for every year. Nice. Mm-hmm. Wow. I still wear them. Somebody. Jealous? <laughs> How many yeah. T-shirts you got that got your family reunion on? Is that a real question, Nick? Nick, is that a real question, Nick? Uh, it's just because you were right hey, here. I was going to go. I was going to go. A family reunion or airbrush? Which one? <laughs> like, de- 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 Nick, de- Taltis, de- Taltis count? I'm about to say, yeah. Uh, I can, uh, yes. we, have, we, have, we, have, we have uniforms for the weekend, Nick. I don't know uh, if you do that at Black Brothers. Oh, Christmas. man, I wish. Wear your hats. Y'all bring the hats. <laughs> I wish I Y'all don't know how hard it was to get He's those hats. got a t-shirt here. for every year. And oh, there's yeah. a weekend I can't get a grill at Forest Park. <laughs> <laughs> now, you Tammy's baby, so you get the orange shirts. Oh. Yeah. If you was a Jackson family, uh-huh. you would get the blue one, but you your Tam is yeah. boy, so that's what we like. I wish okay. we had at least one airbrush free reunion shirt. <laughs> Man, <laughs> I, this might be what happens next year is I just make everybody airbrush shirts. You should. I like oh my that. God, I love a good airbrush. Oh, I love so a good, good county fair airbrush. Absolutely. <laughs> it's very important. And don't don't look down on us. Where you grew up, I'm sure there's plenty of airbrush at the oh. uh, St. Charles, Charles oh, County yes. Fair. Oh, for sure. <laughs> I drove by the fairgrounds, uh, the St. Francis County Fairgrounds. Of course. I was like, and that is the fairgrounds. My girlfriend was just like... <laughs> Cool. <laughs> I was like, I had many a formidable moment at that. <laughs> Did you have a butter cow, though? Did you have a butter cow? I, I was in a band that played on the back of a flatbed truck on the racetrack. <laughs> oh, my God. At that county fairgrounds. Oh, Do you man. know what a flatbed truck is? Yeah. You're doing better than one of our U.S. senators. <laughs> Josh Hawley. Oh, we made it this far. Would you like to give a shout-out to for Christmas? Oh, Do you yeah. want to shout-out anybody, that, that oh. baby of yours? <laughs> 
Oh, my beautiful son. Yes. All right. Um, oh. My loving and supporting partner and my dad, who still doesn't know where I work. <laughs> <laughs> you know, my baby's at the New York Times now. She, she, Donald Trump called her fake news, but that's my baby because she, she writing away. Right. Like, dad, I haven't dad, ever I worked for the yeah. Times. Okay. I'll have to tell grandma and grandpa like, once again, <laughs> it's not on the radio. The show is not <laughs> on the radio. I tried to turn the dial, and I could not I find your show. Up. I can't find it. I don't it. think our antenna is strong enough. <laughs> we have comments saying, I always point out the fairgrounds as well from Royce. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It still has the, like, sprint car on top of the sign, mm, I think. Yeah. Who are you giving a shout-out to important. for Christmas, Chris? Oh, uh, everybody for listening. Big, uh, big thanks to everybody for tuning in. It's been... Uh, been fun. We're going to be back uh, this week, but we'll uh, be back on Friday. Yeah, I hope everybody has uh, happy holidays, good Christmas, all that good stuff. Uh, Amanda, real quick, do you have anybody? I just want to shout out to Black Jesus. Big, okay. big week for him. Yeah, big week a, for Black Jesus. Yeah. Uh, you know Saint how we like Saint to celebrate. Jesus. Saint Nicholas was black. He was. That's a... <laughs> I Call that me Nick, like... man. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was a nickname you had for like Eddie Murphy or something. No, no. Oh, we didn't no. even talk about that. Has anybody seen SNL? Yeah, I did. It was brilliant. How it was, was it? It was, it was, yeah. pretty it was good. There was definitely a moment during the uh, Black Jeopardy Velvet Jones. I haven't watched that one yet. Where I was kind of like, Eddie, yeah. like, I, it was yeah. it was very much just like Eddie doing the hits. Did you see it? Yeah. I have only watched the monologue, the opener. Yeah. The opener yeah. monologue. The monologue was good. Yes. When all I the, think, it, it, like, from what I've seen, like, it might not. Like he just he did the hits basically the right hits. like His where Gumby if you weren't familiar really with good, that though. it would just be kind of like yes uh, I don't know but yes. I think I think it was it was <laughs> yeah that was that was that the was best. Good. kept that calling was the best. Michael Che a black bastard yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Michael Che you black bastard <laughs> yeah it was and it what w- did he call he called Colin Jost uh, uh, a trailer haircut tra- uh, it was so, yeah it was some some very like weird very weird like white like it sounded yeah. like a white like the first time anyone has ever been able to create a white slur yeah like, like he, created created white he said slur. it and i was like Ooh. <laughs> 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 and, and colin Joseph just kind of like laughed it was great seeing him work the muscles again though it was a lot it of was fun. he that was a lot of fun he was good but there was definitely moments where i was like he's just hitting the he's got yeah. he knows his catchphrases yeah and he's gonna hit him like it was it was Eddie Murphy being Eddie Murphy most of the show, and that's what you expected. Yeah. And Mr. Robinson's neighborhood. Yeah, was good. you're just you're just happy to. It's like I said, it's when you see Jordan on the court, like ah, it's just cool to have right. him back shooting the shot again. It's yeah. always cool with Eddie, like having him see. That's a word of the day. Squad is right. <laughs> but 2020. <laughs> live in someone else's home. <laughs> <laughs> and but it's great, also great to see that you know 2020 is gonna we're gonna get a lot more Eddie. So obviously yeah. with the success of Dolomite, yeah. and then of course we know uh, I think Coming to America is going to come out the later next yeah. twenty. So yeah, I'm excited yeah. For that. that was one of the good. Uh, was it Chappelle that had the joke yeah. in the monologue of you're looking at half, half the Netflix, Netflix budget? budget. <laughs> <laughs> and I think that Tracy one, Morgan killed it. Yeah. Tracy Morgan did kill. Like he made a he made a joke. He was like, "Yeah, I, actually, guys, I, I don't do the Netflix. I make all my money on the road." Uh, it's like, oh, you've been doing a lot of touring, uh, Tracy. It's like, no, I just got hit by a truck, oh, <laughs> oh, and it, it broke Eddie Murphy. It brought even Eddie was just like, damn it, Tracy. Like it was just, it was literally, it was. And what the cool moment was, there was only one person on planet Earth who could do that joke, yeah. and it was Tracy Morgan. Yeah, yeah. And no, he I got hit by a truck. I literally got hit by a truck. <laughs> So, so yeah, true. Uh, uh, Amanda, we know we're gonna have you back later uh, in January, whenever the big comedy uh, piece drops in yes. STL Mag. For now, what do people need to go check out? Yeah. What's coming up? I'm sure, I, sure I just pulled up your page, and again, I tweeted it out. You can see all of Amanda's specific work. 
uh, and articles. So if you always go to stlmag.com, you can see all that. But uh, what do we need to look forward to? You know, right now we're kind of, um, we're working on our February issue. January should have just hit the stands. Okay. Um, we've got some great, we, the big feature in that one is um, we went around to very influential St. Louisans to talk about how they get things done. So sort of like a New Year's resolution. Oh, nice. Sort of like a little bit updated. Um, so I think that's like a great read. We're on the website right now. We're wrapping up a lot of our like best of 2019 stories. So mm -hmm. that's a really if readers aren't familiar with us, that's kind of a great way to dip your toe in and see the types of things that we cover. Nice. Um, February should be coming out really soon. And like we said, that has the big um, comedy piece in it. So awesome. readers can look forward to that. I'm uh, selfishly not looking forward to, they took some photos of me with Yale yes. and I'm literally just like, I didn't look at any of those, and I know great I hair that. hate whatever one they pick. I have seen them. They look, the art for that story is amazing. Okay. Nice. Well, then I need to give the photographer some credit then. Because he did I, a great uh, job. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> He's really good at Photoshop. Right? Uh, so <laughs> we, we tweeted this out, and uh, Sarah, fin I just said, I tagged Sarah saying that you got her uh, start, and she says, can't wait to listen. Amanda makes me proud every Yes. She's, awesome. she's the best. Love her. She is. She's very talented. We'll have to get her in in the new year, Gardner. Why don't mm -hmm. you uh, book somebody for once, huh? Yeah, we could try. <laughs> Sarah. <laughs> so Sarah is actually one of the people who we interviewed to find out how she Gets makes time. it all happen. That's great. Nice. Pretty yeah, crazy to go from what she print to never doing broadcasting. Like it's not easy. Like there's a there's a case, and especially in that format. You have people that expect it done a certain way, and she's done a great job. She got a big yeah. scoop last Friday too. She, she really did. Amazing. Yes. I'm so that's. I have applied to the NPR station in Chicago no less than 15 times to try to work there as an on-air person. Really? <laughs> yeah, and I have never even got an bar. interview because I don't have like, I don't have like. I mean, I wrote for Consequence of Sound for eight, nine years, but it was like, yeah, I don't really have like. Journalistic. It's the one time a radio like, personality could look down at a trained actor and be like, "I don't think so." <laughs> yeah, like exactly. they're just like holding they that. Justifiably yeah. can because I'm like, I'm not really a journalist. It's like, uh, yeah, I've got I, my like byline in these couple of places, but it doesn't mean that I like really yeah. know what I'm doing. I'm like, just let me talk on the microphone. <laughs> 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 let me host stuff. Other people can talk, and yeah. I'll just sit here. I think that's the way to be. Travis, anything else? God bless everyone. Wow, this is a, what a Look, positive a show today. Yeah, yeah, right, right? yeah, I know. Thanks, guys. Uh, tweeted him out, but follow Nick on Twitter at Gary Dinklage. I've tweeted his video out. You can see all that stuff. And if you're in Chicago, if you follow him online, you're in a play all the time. Uh, right? Yeah, yeah, I actually yeah. am forcing myself to take a break. The next show doesn't start rehearsals until middle of March. Okay. I had a uh, March to October run this year that would That's nearly so killed much. me. Yeah. Um, so I was like, maybe yeah, I would like to be home and be around my... Uh, dog and girlfriend for a little while instead of only seeing them when they're asleep. <laughs> <laughs> and you can follow Amanda at Amanda Woitis on Twitter and uh, we've tweeted that out. Uh, for Gardner, Amanda, Nick Freed, Travis Trell, Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays, everybody. We'll see you live at 8 a.m. Friday morning. Peace, Anna. Merry Christmas. <laughs> happy Sol Invictus. Oh, here you go. <laughs> God, boo.